joining me at this dim table, the lights turned down, we have a subject for you all today. And this subject involves something that some of you might have had experiences with. But uh, who's to say if it's real or not? Of course, I'm talking about ghosts, specters, spirits, banshees. Who knows? What is a ghost? What can be a ghost? And how do you become one? Welcome to the Raconteur Collection. I am joined by my brother and co-host, Charlie. I am Jack. I should have done that the other way around. Again, I'm butchering the intro. Charlie, how are you doing? Welcome to the Raconteur Collection. Strange edition. Strange. <laughs> I was kind of hoping, you know, in my mind, it opens with just me. People are listening. It's just quiet for, you know, a couple seconds. And then all of a sudden you get a. Do you want me to make a special welcome, intro for this welcome. one? You, you don't have to. That just happens in my mind. Jack, I'm doing good, man. If I, if I can make it real quick, I'll do it. But no promises. I'm uh, doing real good. It's been, you know, I would say a long week. Work has just been a lot. You know, holiday season. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this how my week has been. It will kind of file directly into something you wanted to talk about before we get into ghosts, ghosts, and ghouls. There's so many tangents I already want to go on. Could you go, about ghost ghosts? Eye? No ghosts. <laughs> Any worth a ts is so yeah. horrible to say. Yeah. These ghosts. These wrists. Wrists, ghosts. <laughs> I know. There are some other ones that I can't think of. But, uh, but my week's crisps. been <laughs> crisps. 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 <laughs> my week's been good though. Um, been kind of long with work, but I feel that I was able to have a better balance with my work week. Um, good, good. My off days weren't quite as like taken up by like work and stuff like that, which is good. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm just ready to get the holidays over with and yeah, to move along yeah. and to just, because I tell you what, man, I, people, people are just gross. And yeah, Jack, before you start recording, Jack goes, Hey, I have someone I want to talk about. I want to talk about how gross people are. And I say, save <laughs> yeah. it. I save it because my God, man, like just any service industry job, I'm just like, I'm cleaning the bathrooms today, right? Yes. This is just this is just serendipitous how much this just relates, right? Cleaning the bathroom. Some ladies like, "How long is that going to take?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh, I just have to I was like, I just have to get put some more toilet paper and like fill up the hand soap." And she's like, "People need to use the bathroom." And I'm like, "I understand, but like you want toilet paper and soap, right? In the bathroom." Is that what you told her? Oh, no, I said, I understand, but this bathroom needs toilet paper and soap. And she kind of just huffed. But it's those things where it's like, I'm sorry, sorry, like, you're the type of person who then comes up to me when I'm busy on bar making a bunch of drinks. And, you know, there's like a line of like 50 people. You're the person's like, hey, just so you know, your bathroom's out of toilet paper. Can you do something about it? I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, let me get somebody to do something about it. Yeah. Sorry, it made me laugh just because like, that people like that are so like you come by them so often in any kind of service job or mm. any kind of like retail like whatever just people who 
talk to you like they're ready to fight you almost. I know. And I'm like, like, they're ready to just like start arguing with you. And you're like, I'm just doing my job. Just doing my job. <laughs> like I was, well, I'll get back to it just real quick. I was like just working my pallets, right? And I, I guess in the back, you don't leave pallets standing up. I didn't leave my pallet standing up. But this lady almost like runs to me, like this back room, like manager comes and goes, hey. And I was like, take up, take up on that. Yeah, you do not leave your pallet. Like, talk, like I was like a little kid. I was like, um, I didn't leave it up. I don't know yeah. who did that. I go yeah. back there and they're like moving stuff around. So I'm like, obviously it was somebody else. But I was like, I'll go f- fix it. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I. you know what I don't understand? What? What don't you understand? Here's the thing, right? And this seems to happen a lot is my philosophy, my leadership philosophy now, right? Is that I support the team. Like my job as like an assistant manager is just to support the team. Because if I support the team and the team is supported, then the money will follow, right? It's not about, you know, yes, there are things we have to correct like standards or, you know, hey, we need to do it this way or, you know, but like ultimately though, like that's just not how you like gain people's trust or like, like Jack, you're probably not going to do it again, but if she had come up to you and said, oh, hey, just so you know, there's some dangers with pallets falling on people. We really want to try to stack them. Do you know anything about that pallet? Like, you always ask the question first. Like, that's just such yeah, a... don't just come up a... Always ask a question. Even if you know they're wrong, I'll still ask the question, hey, why are you doing it like that? Because you don't know why they're yeah. doing it like that. Yeah, but anyways, back to just how people, how gross people are. Like, so, you know, I go, I'm stocking beer at different Walmarts. So I'm like, okay, I got to go use the bathroom as, as you do throughout the day. As people do. As, as people do. <laughs> So I go into the bathroom. This one's just kind of funny. It's not really gross. <laughs> I go in and, you know, uh, I'm using a urinal. And uh, there's a guy next urinal. to me. Urinal? Urinal. <laughs> I said urinal, didn't I? You did. I'm okay. just, <laughs> just There's a guy. I'm laughing already. There's a guy next to me who, I kid you not, was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, this is like a movie scene right now. I'm just like. Okay, like you know, and then like it happens again, and I was like, I'm, <sighs> I'm, I'm yeah. trying not to laugh. It was so funny, but anyways, in that same instance, a guy comes out of the other stall, doesn't wash his hands, and just leaves, dude. Yeah. And I was like, <sighs> and this was not the first time this happened that day because use the bathroom at the first Walmart at like seven o'clock, leaving on my last Walmart, use the bathroom again, right. And that first one, some guy was just like, yep, urinal. Looked in the mirror and then walked out. And I was like, do you know how, I'm glad there's hand sanitizer. Do you know how disgusting that is? I'm so glad there's hand sanitizer and that people wearing masks or should be wearing masks. Um, just even if you're not sick with COVID, it's just if you're sick with, any, with anything else. It's smart too. Yeah. Huh. Um, so that's why like even, you know, even though like I'm, I'm vaccinated, I still wear a mask. Um, I, I don't really think it's like, I don't necessarily like need to, but I do just out of solidarity and just to respect people who, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just like, it's just safer. Like yeah. that's just. Yeah. It's, it's not a big deal. Like I, I work with a mask on. Yeah. Know? Like, same no here. Big deal. Same here. Um, and I'm like, even if I just had like a cold, I'd be wearing a mask because that's what most other countries do. Especially like high density countries like Japan, you know, Japan, Japan, in India, that sort of thing. Japan. Um, anyways. So, yeah, people are just gross. I um, just want to get that yeah, tension out of the way. It's one of those things where, you know, 
you know when I was like first watching The Walking Dead, right? And yes. I first first hearing about any zombie stories, I'm always like, they were slow zombies. I do not believe that humanity would fall like this. But but then seeing the response to COVID, I'm like, humanity yeah, would fall like this. Yeah, like COVID. Like okay, like don't get me wrong. I am not saying COVID is not bad or not serious. But what I am saying is like. Thank God it's not something that, like, has a high fatality rate or has something that, like, hospitalizes, like, 70% of people. You know what I mean? Like. But you know what has happened? It has killed more people than HIV. So That's what I'm so, saying, though, right? Like, can you imagine if it was a little worse and if, people are just dying? Like, like a what few do we. percentiles worse. Yeah. I guess what I don't understand is, like, just. It, it's speechless. I know. I know. I don't know. Anyways, I want to get into today's topic. Unless you have anything else we want to discuss, I don't think so. So you know, I was trying to think about like like different games I've been playing, like other things that have been happening. This I totally, week. For, I totally forgot to go into my week. Oh um, well, here let me let me wrap my little week up here. Yeah, yeah. So you long, know, long intro, but this is why you guys listen uh, to the that's, podcast. That's okay. I, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, the long intros. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, guys out there. I I do like the long intros. You gotta know how the boy the the boy the boy <laughs> the boys are doing right. I don't have the boys. Catch up with the boys. Uh, to everyone out there, my workouts are going well. They have been a lot harder since started more of like a full-time 40, 40-ish, 45 hours a week, right? Like, I have noticed that is more of a challenge, especially like if I have longer days. Like, you know, I usually will check my steps after work, and I usually just through work, I'm getting eight, 9,000 steps. And so, That's like, awesome. having to, like, have the mental fortitude to want to work out after that is like, it's, it's rough. It's yeah. tough. But it's been going. So they've definitely dropped, I would say, in like frequency. Probably moved from like a solid four times a week to like two, three, you know, for the last probably six weeks, which is I'm trying hard not to be disappointed in myself because I know, you know, every step is a step and I'm just adjusting to the change. But it's hard. It's like, man, just because it is being in such a standing, moving job and then having to coming home and work out it's just like oh my gosh like it's just a lot yeah but sure. other than that writing's going well good for everyone out there everyone out there i did want to sh- give a couple quick reminders couple most quick people who listen to this podcast most have a podcasts. test an alpha copy of my book um so far i've had two people finish it for those out there who have not finished it i'm not guilting you into finishing it but you need to finish it. You need to finish it. I want to hear. Come on. At this point, I would have finished it. Come on. Yeah. And I, you know, reading through it myself, I've read it through myself. And, like, I'm at the point where, like, I gave it months break, read through it again. And I have my own ideas now of what I want to do to make it a better story, right? And, like, a full plan. That's and, so crazy to me. And so, and yes, it's it's my passion. And so I'm doing it all the time. But, like, I do would still love to hear some feedback. I mean, the feedback that I have gotten has been just monumentally helpful, you know? And so I'd like to hear some more of that. And especially, I would like to reiterate again, there are spelling mistakes and technical errors in this aplenty, right? While I understand that those can be distracting, those are so easy to fix, right? It's easy if I use the wrong there, for instance. It's easy to go in and change that out. It's easy because you're stupid. Right. However, it is less easy to say hey this character motivation falls apart halfway through the book and how do you fix it you know because like we're talking about like 
you know, multiple sections of story, so on and so forth. And so those are the things that I'm looking for, like pacing, like, hey, this theme, I want it to be explored more because it's really interesting, or this theme is explored too much, so on and so forth. For anyone out there who's interested in what I write, and you don't have a test copy of my book, Rocketeer Collection is currently hosting two short stories, The Second Gods, which I did a little bit of listening to when I, one day when our power went off. So I just didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Got to tell you, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty and then stuff. I just released a, my most recent one's called The Woodsman, which is also, I, you it's know. all pretty good. Pretty good. And so if you want to know the types of things I write, those are, I think, good things to check out, especially The Second Gods, I think is very much in my wheelhouse of things I enjoy mm. to write and talk about. But, you know, I just wanted to give people a quick update. I feel like it's been several weeks since I've kind of like delved in deep in my week and kind of how I've been update. feeling. And so I kind of just wanted to, you know, touch base with you guys. You just nice. reach out through the microphone and shake your hand. Stare directly into your soul. Jack, how was your week? You know, my week was uh, pretty good. My weeks have been pretty good, actually. Um, this week, I was talking to try about this a little bit, but I started doing, well, because I texted our brother, George. I was like, George, I need some tips, just like some tips to just, you know, help with, with my endurance, my stamina, and also just to help me get a little stronger. And he's like, well, yeah, the tips. Here's tips. what you do. Yeah, exactly. He kind of laid it all out. But he was like, just make sure you're eating right, eating plenty. Um, and so I've been doing uh, 10,000 steps a day minimum since uh, Wednesday. Which is, that's that's challenging. It's challenging. I mean, steps. that's, so that I come home from work and then I'm like, okay, I still have to get my steps in. Right. You know, so like, I'm not like, you know, being like, oh, well, like, kind of like, well, you're, you're doing like almost 10,000 steps at work, like on a regular like, basis. Roughly, but yeah. I get home and I'm, it's like four or 5,000. So I have to get like, I have to get up and be like, all right, let's, let's get, let's keep it going. And so I've been doing that. I'm proud of myself. I've been pushing past a little like, wall because been a couple days where i was like i don't want to do it already you know it's only day four now but um but i've been doing it so yeah. that's good um i've been like upkeeping like with the house a lot more laundry has not been caught like backed up at all laundry's caught up mm, not that's, backed up dude man that's up. one and thing I'm, like, that's tough I'm, I'm feeling great about that and uh like everything else has been kept up dishes being keeping up so I'm, i've been good i mean more productive i'm feeling good more motivated been doing some work on music recently. Hmm. I actually have like five, six songs of like demo tracks. Um, pretty good. I, I think I'm going to show a friend. Them. Show a friend here pretty soon. Uh, I have a lot of work I'm going to do on those still, but I kind of like where they're at. I just hmm. kind of obviously do cleaning up and mix and produce them very well, which is going to take some time. So hopefully March or something like that. Hopefully earlier next year, but hmm. we just got to wait and see. Yeah. Um, other than that. Uh, can't really think of much that's like really going on new. Um, my buddy Gio, I forget. I think I forget what it's called. I think uh, I don't. I'll have to. I'll link it somewhere. But he's starting a new music thing. It's coming out nice. next week, I believe. So, oh. um, oh, to that. I just want to shout that out. Yeah, shouting it out. Oh, we'll shout it out. So I've been good. I've been good. And I, I think last but not least, I think I'm finally gonna sit down and really commit to learning a new language. I, since we started this podcast, we've been yeah. talking about flip-flopping between a bunch of different ones. Yeah. And I have not been consistent with it. I think I'm, I'm going to be consistent with Norwegian. Mm. I think that's what I want to do because it's the most closely related to our heritage. Mm. So I want to I do that. So. Yeah. As with everything, man, as with the steps, as with the language, it's all just about 
doing it again and again until it becomes habit. I again and again and again. You know, and again and that again. that's the challenge is that doing it on the days you don't feel like doing it will reinforce in your mind that this is something that is good to do. Last you know but I mean? not least, before before we dive into ghosts, I'm sorry guys, skip out the 20 minutes. No, it's only it's been like it's been almost 17 minutes. <laughs> um I was listening to Daft Punk again, their human after album. Really good. Garbage. I like it a lot. Oh. <laughs> it kind of made their 2007 live performance yeah. like, you know, amazing and out of this world. It only took them six weeks to make that album. Insane. And while that album is repetitive, six weeks to like find all those sounds and to have it mesh with all their other music That's super wild. well. I was like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I know like the songs are like very robotic, but like that was the point of the album. I think this album was made to literally just kind of be mixed with their other music. Right. So the, so to do that in six weeks and have that kind of what I think is they basically foresight, made like a sample album for themselves. Exactly. <laughs> I think is super well, cool. And then songs to be sampled in other things. Exactly. I, Technologic has been sampled in oh, so many yeah, songs. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's people, an awesome it's a cool idea, actually, right? Like, Yeah, I was like, if that's what they did, that's super impressive to me. It reminds so. me of those people who spend hours making, like, packs that are like, oh, hey, these are blood splatters. And you're like, there's, like, a thousand different blood splatters here. And you're like, they're like, yeah. Yeah, just take it. All right. Here you go. <laughs> Free update. Anyways. On. Sorry, I just hit the table with my rung. On some on to ghosts. Now, Charlie. Yeah. If you don't mind me taking the lead here. You might be asking yourself, what, what is are, a ghost? Oh, what is a ghost? <laughs> what are ghosts? What is this? Um, what's his name? William Shatner. What are ghosts? Ghosts. We seem to have found some ghosts. Some ghosts in a <laughs> new way of living. It's, it's not even that bad, but uh, it's not even that bad. <laughs> it can sometimes be that bad. Sometimes it can be that bad. Oh, uh, Shatner. So the ghost in a nutshell, comes from the human soul. What the heck was that sound? <laughs> bloop, bloop. Oh, <laughs> there's a pop-up on the website. I'm reading from spiritualresearchfoundation.org, by the way. Totally legitimate site. A totally legitimate a Totally legitimate site. So there's a soul, um, and basically what happens after you die is the soul leaves the body. Yes. Right. So, yeah, yeah. This is following very much what I think of, you know. While a physical body remains. So, you can think about, like, you know, you know sometimes when you're standing alone and you get that feeling in the back of your neck, someone's, like, looking at you. That kind of has to do with, like, your soul or your aura. Like, you know, basically detecting another aura okay. or presence kind of okay. being close to you. Okay. Because that's kind of like a weird sixth, seventh. We have like a bunch of senses, more like more than five, but there are five like prominent ones. Um, you know. Can't name them right now. I'm not a genius, but <laughs> also because they don't exist. <laughs> they, I mean they do exist. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. All right. <clears throat> sorry, my, my mic's in the way. My setup's not ideal here. Try his table's sucky for my microphone arm. It's not his fault. It's just his table's fault. Now, you might wonder, how many people become a ghost? Okay. Why are you, okay. Why are you laughing at me, Charlie? Well, you'll, you'll, I'm going to let you go through this whole rigmarole, and then I'll, I'll, I'll hop in here and tell you what I really think about ghosts. A lot of people become ghosts, but not everyone becomes ghosts. And 
you know, there's not really any particular reason why other than people kind of speculate that, you know, maybe the journey, like the existential journey for their soul or their self was not actually complete or maybe there's something that has to be done or, you know, say if it was like a child or someone young, they were killed way too soon or yada, yada, yada. Um, so, you know, they, that's why they kind of stay here on earth. They don't go to somewhere like heaven or hell because they need to complete whatever it is down here on earth. Charlie's getting, 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 getting a drink. A topo so, chico. Um, a topo chico. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? So, yeah, I'll let you go okay. ahead and okay. All right. jump in. So here's the thing. To not be dismissive. <laughs> I think all that's garbage. Now, what? How here's could the thing. you, man? I, There's so much research. I find ghosts fascinating. I love ghost hunting shows. Fascinating. BuzzFeed and Unsolved Supernatural is one of my favorite um, ghost hunting shows. Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Did someone just scratch me? Right. So, and I love all that stuff. Like, I love ghost video games. I love the idea. Phasmophobia, which we need to play. Right. Like, I love all of it. My belief for ghosts, though, is absolutely zero. I mean, but if somebody said, hey, Charlie, your job is going to be to go spend a week in this haunted castle and set up some equipment and film, I would 100% do it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, heck yeah. Let me do it. Let me see a ghost. You know, like, I want to see one. Like, I want to be proven wrong. Yeah. I just don't believe it, though. Because I think the the issue, the, the whole I'll poke in this theory, right, about some people is like, how many people have, you know, like, e- even if a small percentage of people become ghosts, I feel like there would be, like, billions of ghosts, right? And I don't quite understand how, like, if that's the case, how are they not more documented? How are they actually not? Well, they are, but, well, you know. I mean, they're documented in the way cryptids are documented, right? Like, Fair. encounters, stories. Now, ghosts, I will say, I think have a little bit more of a leg to stand on as opposed to things like Bigfoot because people, when people see things. I think that's pretty blasphemous to say that Bigfoot has less of a leg than ghosts. I mean, Bigfoot has physical feet. <laughs> Bigfoot has two whole legs to stand two on. Two whole foots. I would 100% believe that something else is going on unrelated to stuff with the soul. For example, my running theory is oh, that. Oh, because you have a theory on this. Oh, of course I do. Yeah, of course you do. I don't know why. My living theory is that there is something going on with time, right? So there is some weird crossover where like an echo of something that happened or something weird like crosses over with a, you know, the path between the past and present, however it is, and you see something or you hear something or something happens. I believe that that might be the cause. Like, that to me is more believable than a soul leaving their body and haunting a specific place until some un weird specific need is met. Well, what if I told you yeah, that, go ahead, go ahead. you know, spirits, souls, ghosts, whatever you want to call them, what if they're actually just parts of a different plane of existence? I like that theory better too. Like a different dimension, if you will. Like a purgatory? Like a kind of, what if purgatory is literally just a dimension here on Earth? Because many people do speculate already that Earth is just purgatory in and of itself. That's a, honestly, that's a compelling, I I, I like that. That's a compelling thing, because like. But I, 
so while I don't think ghost ghosts are real, right. I do. I I, I want to say I believe that there is a possibility of something mm. because there's so much that we don't know about how very true time dimensions right. whatever. There's so much we don't know. You know how things are, how things work. We're still figuring things out now. Yeah. How things are and how they work. So that's why I'm like I, I think there's a chance that something like ghosts could exist, but the way that we think of them or that they're perceived in popular culture, I think is pretty garbage because mm-hmm. um, it's very um, what what what's the term? It's very. Um, showy that that is a big problem right is that and like especially for a better term but yeah well it's made to make money i mean like a show like ghost adventures doesn't exist because they need to prove ghosts are real a show like ghost adventures exists because it gets views and people watch it you know how dope would be though if there was like a series like ghost adventures i've always wanted this um like five six episodes in it's just like normal ghost hunting different locations but like the seventh or eighth episode like one of them actually gets seriously injured and they have no explanation for it. See, that's They're injured, the th- quote unquote. That's and then, the like, thing. it just kind of delves. And so, you've seen them. Oh, what's it? We were just talking about this when I hung out with uh, Jack and Felix the other day. Um, shoot. Um, it's this ghost movie that takes place in, like, the, in this insane asylum. And they're like, they're doing it's kind of like what I'm saying. They go in. You know, they're just documenting, and then things get serious. One of them goes missing. One of them gets killed. That kind of thing. Oh. Anyways, yeah, I know, right? It's it's bugging me. But mm. is the that into like a TV is show? Is the cover like have like just a wheelchair? Either that, or has a guy like coming out of a hole? Okay, like, I you know, I don't, I don't know, know. Actually, that's there's there's several things that could be that, but yeah, but um, you know, it's just. Mm. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Anyway, so like I, I do think something like a ghost does exist because mm-hmm. it's almost like aliens, I feel like. But see, aliens I are easier. Aliens do exist in some way, but there's no way we can act. We have no way of conceptualizing what an alien would look like, what it would do, how we perceive it. Right. We right. have no idea. But I wanted to... Delve into the different types of ghosts, Charlie. Okay. Before we kind of get into anything else, unless you have something else you want to bring up. I have two and, things. Okay. But before that, I just wanted the premise. The types of ghosts, yeah. I want you to take a wild guess at what they are. Okay. And then, you know, I'll kind of okay. read you the actual definition. Okay. From so, school.com. If ghost is an umbrella term, then I imagine something like specter, banshee, demons. Uh, I don't know any other kind of <laughs> synonym for ghost. Yeah, um, specific things like that. I would imagine. I'm trying to think of the different ghost types in um, phasmophobia. Phasmophobia, because, but so here's the thing. <clears throat> Charge to the table, by the way. Pardon. Are you okay? Oh yeah. So here's the <laughs> thing. That was a dull thump. Two favorite ghost media, right? Ghosts. The first Paranormal Activity. Love that movie. I think that movie is genuinely freaky. Like if you watch that. I don't know how well it holds up now, but it, like if you watch the first Paranormal Activity in the right mindset, like I do think that movie is just 
I feel like if creepy. You, I feel like if I watched it alone, yeah, I definitely could get into it. But like with other people, it's kind of silly now because it is grown so much. But it's like tropey now, yeah. But like it kind of made some tropes in this, right? Scene. So I imagine like the ghost and um, paranormal activity. It's probably more of like a demon, more of something that is like malevolent, malevolent, right? Rather than stuck. But then I'm thinking of another probably better ghost movie, The Others. I haven't Ooh. seen it. Is it good? Is it creepy? I, I'm going to spoil it for you real quick. It's very creepy. Okay, don't spoil it. Laura and I might want to watch, okay. watch it tonight. So, so the other is, you know, it's about this family that lives in this house and they start seeing ghosts and stuff. But the whole reveal of what is actually going on is very satisfying and very good. And you're like, ah, mm. oh, that's good, right? Or I think of another classic. Just, just came to me. Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. You know where I see dead people. Little dead Haley Joel Osment, who I also see, is the voice of Sora, people. fun fact. Kingdom Hearts. Anyways, but you know, those do like the others and both like Sixth Sense do kind of line up with that like general idea of th- something being unfinished, of something being undone or stuck or but it, you just think like, man, like wouldn't like, you know, spots where horrendous war crimes have taken place just be like saturated with ghosts, right? Well, they usually are. I mean, so that's that's what I that's, that's what, what like a lot of prisons are considered like ghost areas because right. people die in prison all the time. Like, you know, fact check me, depends on the prison. Um and so those are often places that's where a lot of indescribable events happen. That's the thing in Danny Phantom. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm I wish there was a camera. I feel like I'm on um what's the show? Ancient Aliens. Now just picture this. We have no idea what goes on. What about Danny Phantom, Jack? He's a fan. Well, he's a fa- he's literally a fan. No, what a great show! Okay, so what a great show. Try when I say the word, yeah. the term, the name, the being, poltergeist. Poltergeist. Okay, this is God, one, man, of the, one of the most of the movie poltergeist. There you go. That's it. No. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think a poltergeist is? Poltergeist. I imagine as like trickster, playful. Remember your phasmophobia. No. A trickster, playful. Like the poltergeist is the one who sets up like tables and chairs and like weird formations and stuff like that, and. The poltergeist, I think, is usually well. Are poltergeists malevolent? I don't think they're malevolent, are they? So poltergeists, you know, they start off. Fill me in, though. Fill me in. Poltergeists start off as kind of what well, well, you said, kind of playful, tapping on the you know tables, on the walls, moving things, throwing things. But if kind of left untreated mm. or whatever, they kind of become, you know, they start throwing more dangerous objects, or they start messing with you, like. Your okay. person. Okay. Um, so it kind of just depends on the poltergeist, but they're usually harmless. But if they've been there for a long time, they could have gone crazy because, you know, ghosts can go crazy, right. I guess. So that's okay. that. Okay. Here's another more casual one. Okay. Orbs. 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 <sighs> From what I know about orbs, it's just a sign of paranormal activity. And like, I know orbs go in and out of people. And often that is like the one like captured on camera evidence that people point to a lot. It's like weird orbs that that one's challenging though because like little specks of dust look like orbs sometimes. You know how they like will reflect off the camera. But every mm-hmm. once in a while there are weird things where I'm like, that looks weird. Do I think it's a ghost? No, not really. But like, I mean, it's weird. Like some of the orb stuff is bizarre. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of same with like funnel ghosts. I'll okay. say, I'm going to go describe this to you because these are all just kind of phenomena. So funnel ghosts are kind of, you know, you're walking somewhere and you're like, whoa, you get a chill. Or it's abnormally cold Okay. in a certain spot. It usually has to do with, like you said, the presence of a ghost there. And it doesn't usually ghost in and of itself, but just kind of there is some kind of spirit there. So orbs, funnel, orbs, funnels, whatever you want to call them. Um, same with like the weird mists you can uh, capture on camera sometimes. Okay. That can often be, you know, just kind of the signs that a ghost is there, not a ghost in and of itself. Okay. If that makes okay. sense. What are you talking about, Charlie? Demons. Demons. Now, without having a guess, I'm sure you know demons are probably the most evil. Yeah. The most the most likely to actually cause harm to someone. Yeah, demons are there. And I like, see one. Like right they're just specifically you. there to get you. What is that movie? Is it Sinister? Where like the camera is right. like a back and forth, and then like on one of them, there's like yeah. a, that face right behind Dude, his shoulder. The opening of Sinister is real. Like the first half of Sinister, no, it's like the red Insidious, face, right? Insidious. Insidious. Is that what I'm thinking about? Sinister's, 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 Sinister's the one with the camera, where that guy finds like the camera going, and he like it's weird. Like I don't know, like snuff films of people. Like one of them. The one that gets everybody is the one where the lawnmower is going across the yard and all of a sudden a person's there and it burn. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, but yeah. Sinister's like, Sinister and Insidious, I think, are both good. So the the biggest thing to do, well, the, not to do, sorry, my phrasing's horrible. The biggest thing a demon can do, other than obviously kind of like scratch you or whatever, or, you know, you hear like vibrations or whatever, is they can actually possess you. Yeah. And so this is like, you know, they take control of you and then, oh, this man killed his whole family. Right. You know, people often are like, oh, he was possessed by a demon. Because then later he's like, I don't know what happened. Everything just went dark or I don't remember anything. Right. You know, usually, oh, they're insane or they're possessed. And that's why those houses always have horrible events tied to them. Hmm. No example pops in mind, but you know what I'm talking about. Paranormal activity. That's the paranormal activity. That's a demon. <laughs> That's a demon for sure. That part. You know. The part where yeah. her leg gets. Her or his. I can't her, remember. Yeah. Her leg gets dragged down. She gets dragged down of the room. That's, that's a good part. That's, he, what, that's what I'm saying. He, like, So when I first saw that and he like leaps out of bed, I was like, no way. Like, no way you'd be that alert. But like, I've woken up to like Ellie coughing really bad one time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm it up. snaps. Immediately. Yeah. I'm like already sitting up like, are you okay? Are you good? Yeah. So like, I. Demons, I understand that now. The, you know, is one thing, no surprise right here. I, demons, I think, are one of the creepier ones, especially I think when you start tying in religion to ghosts and you start doing like, you know, exorcisms or like sanctifying a place like that, that does. I And I don't know. I think it's just because like, you know, the idea that if you are bad or immoral, you know, that like God will punish you. Like that is a, that is a deep seated, like fear. I think in a lot of people, even if they don't, even if they're not religious, see this idea that there's like some higher judgment waiting for you. And so demons in particular are kind of like spooky to me. Like I would be much, I would still do it, but if they're like, Hey, this is a demon infested house, like, 
that would be a little bit more, that would put me a little bit more on edge than if you just were to say, hey, some chairs have been stacked in this <laughs> this kitchen table a couple times. It'd be like, okay, cool. Let's see some chairs stacked. But yeah, a demon would be, demons are spooky, I think. Now, when I say, one second, so I'm typing real quick. When I say the term revenant, revenant, what does that make you think of? The movie with the bear and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what I'm thinking of. Is that the one where he's like in snow? Yeah, it's called that movie's called The Revenant. So what fragment, uh, piece of something? The I don't know. That's that's kind of what I'm. So this is where earlier I talked to you that Draugr's, the Scandinavian kind of folklore, animated dead being. Revenants are usually the spirits or souls of people that have mm. come back into something that is not supposed to be alive anymore. So through technicality, it could be a ghost or it could be a okay. zombie or think of it kind of very like decrepit sort of things. Right. Um, and often these are very dangerous or very evil creatures because they're up to complete whatever it is they weren't able to complete and they'll try to do it by any means necessary, even though they have no idea what, because it's just the soul. So they're just like, mm. they don't know what the purpose actually is. All they know is that they didn't get their fair their fair shake at trying to do it. So Okay, okay. This is why, in a weird term, zombies, drogger, whatever, could very well technically be classified as a type of ghost. Interesting. But it's like the thing that is animating them. Yes. Is a revenant. Okay. What do you think about that? That... That's an interesting one because you don't typically think of zombies or Draugr as I brought up when Jack first was talking about Draugr. I was like, oh, in Skyrim, right? You don't typically think of those things as being ghosts because they're physical. And so that's an interesting concept, though, that you're not so much concerned with the reanimated flesh as what is reanimating it. And of course, then, you know, my mind immediately goes to Dungeons and Dragons, you know, the the necromancer, you know, is bringing back all the skeletons or Dark Souls, right? So, like, that's kind of what I think of as, like, a puppet master, right? Or something like that. But this, in this case, this sounds more particularly like there could be one dead body possessed by a revenant, right? Makes him the White Walkers in Game of Thrones as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of... But I always imagine a mastermind behind those things, like some evil. Some kind of... Evil. Evil. What is the evil, evil. acronym for someone from? Everyone. Every villain Lend. is lemons. lemons. Also known as evil. evil. When I say the term wraith, wraith, what does that okay. make me think of? Uh, that makes me think of like a swooping kind of ghost, like a ghost that comes at you screaming. But then a banshees are one of the screaming ones, right? So wraiths, I imagine being violent. You know, in like Scrooge when <laughs> when the ghost of Christmas passed, the first ghost. I yeah. think I think you're right. No, no yeah. present. It's first ghost. Present, past, and then future. Present, past. Okay. I don't know. I'm. Somebody's going to roast me for that one. But you know when he like goes out the window and he's like flying through the sky and you see all those ghosts flying mm-hmm. through the sky? That reminds me of a wraith. Or, or you know, the, the flying thing from StarCraft. 
Oh, that's a uh, Roger. Locking in. Locking. In. I was trying to think. Of, I was going to say ghost reporting, but that's that's ghost not more, reporting. We were talking about ghosts, but I'm that kind of. Ghost. Uh, but yeah, so, so that's what makes me. Think of. So a wraith is something that's often seen just after someone passes, and if it stays, it's like you said, it's a very dangerous, very. Mm. I won't say malignant. Malignant. Maybe it's not the right. Maybe I'm not using that correctly, but. Wraiths, like a lot of ghosts, actually are very dangerous. And the reason that they're dangerous is, like I said, because they weren't able to complete their purpose. Or right. they were taken too soon. Or someone, you know, tortured them or whatever. Right. And so it's revenge. So wraiths are... Yeah, malignant is good. It's an adjective for malevolent. Yeah, so they're, they can, you know, they're kind of ones that classic. They come at you through walls. Or they, okay. you know, actively try to, like... Get you, get you, try to get you, try to get you. Yeah, mm. so I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the list of ghosts and phasmophobia because they have a lot of good ones in here. When I say the term myling, mm. what do you think of a myling, Charlie? Uh that means nothing to me. That means nothing to you. No. Take a take a take a myling. Wild, take a wild guess. Myling. Uh, stationary ghost, maybe something that like possesses an object or something. My guess. Myling narratives. Tell the story of unwanted or murdered children. Oh, okay. Sometimes the ghosts are referred to as Utbird, meaning that which is outside. The ghost of these, I'm reading a definition on a, this is, it's a Scandinavian. Uh, being actually i have something to add to this when you're done the ghosts are of these children long to be buried properly so they jump on the back of the first person they meet and demand to be taken to the cemetery in some stories a myling ghost drains power from its human ride in others the human is too weak and dies from the exertion the ghost often takes uh, on the form of human as it gets closer to the burial ground and is described through as as described as it represents a child and, you know it could be like a very large spirit that slowly kind of turns into a child as you get closer to a child you go. so kind of very creepy um definitely think of like horrifying children ghosts okay okay what are we gonna add very much um reminds me i think of a very classic witcher 3 quest and which you help a character i won't spoil it but a character bury their dead child that they have kind of a bad past with because this child's like bringing ill fortune because they didn't receive a proper burial. So and it, it makes sense that it's Scandinavian, like, cause you know, the Witcher is a Polish book series and a Polish developed game. And so like up in that area, you have a lot of interesting and different types of like mythology and stories to pull from. And so it's not, I'm not surprised that there is something that is that specific. Interesting, though, that there is something that is that specific. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As with a lot of these, that was what makes me think I'm like, they're okay, very much in line with you, Jack. I'm like, there has to be something happening, right? Well, like, that's why I think humans are so strange. I think probably other animals experience this, but we don't know, is that we have more than just our regular senses. You know what I mean? Like, we have, like, like, if I were to be looking at you, and you weren't, and you were like looking away. I bet you could probably tell if I was looking at you or not, without me trying to be cheeky and be like, "Am I looking at you?" Like, and turn my head quickly. I bet you, you could probably get it relatively 
right most of the time. Um, so I don't know. I, I think there's got to be something. Can I make an argument against that, though? Yes. I would argue that that's more of the the human primitive like brain, right? It's part of our brain that is constantly on the lookout for predators that will kill us. And so I think that's why you get that feeling because it's any feeling where you don't know your surroundings because like I said, if you're at home with your family, do you ever get that feeling just of like, oh man, I could be in danger right now. No, you usually get it when you're alone, like situations that like trigger that primal kind of fear. That's what I, that's what I think that is. You know what I mean? It's some kind of like reaction to, I mean, it's the exact same reason, like why, like why you get like goosebumps, right? It's a, it's a weird involuntary reaction. And it's very similar to like when you see cats puff up and all their hairs get puffed is like, that's what our skin is trying to do. We don't have hair anymore. So it's just like a leftover. What if we did What if we did have like a lot of hair on our, on our big feet? Big feet. What if big, what if Bigfoot's just a different part in the human evolution? But yeah, so that's, I think that's what it is about it, right? Is that it just doesn't, it gets into the realm where it's too fantastical. Like, think so? I just feel like at some point ghosts would have been proven or you could have, something would have been captured on camera that people are like, wow. Yeah, so before. Undeniably, that is a ghost. Like, I don't know what that is. So, and here's the thing. The reason I think ghosts are so interesting um, on top of everything else is just that they're often tied to religion. Yeah. You know, you have um, the jinn or the yin. I'm not sure of how you pronounce the J, but like, that is an Islamic ghost in origin. Um, and it usually has to do with someone who like doesn't believe in religion. And that's what happens to them when they die is that they just kind of exist. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And the idea of, just kind of existing after you die is super interesting to me. Hmm. So it's it it's almost like you're looking for anything to explain things that you can't explain. If that right. makes sense. Yeah. So like you're trying, oh, like I'm hearing a ticking only at night. What is that? And it sounds like it gets closer. Well, I don't know. It could be a pipe that's not working properly or you happen to just turn on the water every time that night and then it drains and you hear it at night because everything else is still who knows you know what i mean there's a lot of different things and so before we kind of get into i don't even know if we should discuss any more ghosts i was more so want to ask um have you ever had any Mm. ghostly encounters charlie i've brought this up once, I believe, on way back on our horror episode. Yeah, let's let's bring it up again. But the closest thing for a ghost encounter for me is I remember sleeping on the top bunk. I think Jack slept on the bottom. And I remember feeling like a hand on my back. And I was like, my back was towards the wall. And like very vividly. And like it's the fact that I still remember it, like that spooks me. I'm like, what was that? Like what? Like, I remember it was just, it was like a summer night or something. I had like a sheet over me and I felt like a cold hand, like fingers go down my back. See, that's weird because I don't think our parents would do that. No. Well, and like the way I was situated on the bunk, I definitely would have heard or felt somebody like, because like, I feel like you would have to reach over and do it. Like, it's not something you could just very casually have done. So like, when you try to think of answers 
for that? Do you have any answers or is it just something? Yeah, the the only answer I have is that I wasn't quite awake and I dreamed it. Like that's, I mean, I know that's boring, but like that is what I think happened. It's the same thing with, I remember once I was a kid and I like was outside and I very distinctly heard my name and I like looked around for somebody and nobody, nobody said anything. I actually went to like mom and I was like, hey mom, like somebody call my name. And you know, mom was like, oh, that must have been God. So <laughs> not to, not to chuckle at that, but like, you know, like. No, they're uh, in, um But I've never seen a ghost. Yeah. I've. You know, and I remember as a kid, like, I had some pretty, like, some, like, nightmares and stuff of, like, creepy things. And so it's not like it was, you know, not primed in me to, like, see something creepy or horrifying. Like, I remember specifically I wouldn't face a wall because I always was like, oh, I have bad dreams if I face that wall. So, like, hmm. there's stuff like that where it's like I don't think, like, I, I feel like I would have been the kid or I would be the person to see something. Yeah. So... When I, you bringing up the fact you've heard your name before, that's happened to me. I think it happens to most people, but there have been times where, you know, I'm like, I take my headphone off. Laura, did you just say my name? No? Like, I'm like, are you messing with me? Because I swear it sounded like she, like she just said, Jack. Like, and I was like, what in the world? What's creepy is, um... This is not with ghosts, but so, you know, skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. That's a sign that one's close. It can be okay. that you hear your name being called. And it sounds like someone you know. Mm. That's that's a subject we might get into sometime, though. Anytime I talk about it, Laura doesn't like me bringing it up. Because <laughs> she's native and it's very taboo to actually yeah. just talk about it. And it is, the idea of it is creepy. Definitely, for sure. But, you know, maybe someday. We'll have to wait and see. I uh, see that's always been the thing is it's like I I've always been fascinated by that kind of stuff like the creepy stuff like I mean X-Files right like, I mean like all that type of just paranormal supernatural stuff I love yeah because it's super it's stuff that you really have to rack your brain to either find answers for or just to kind of you know even to believe it in the sense that I'm trying to like frame my my uh point here stuff like that is so fascinating to try to think of in like a real world context yeah if that makes sense yeah so even if you don't believe it to be real trying to frame it in the real world yeah. to kind of make it more engaging and more spooky because like you watch a horror movie you're like okay no way that can be real that can happen right but then you go upstairs and then like you come back down the stairs and you're like wouldn't it be horrifying if, like, just as I'm, like, look down the stairs, just this big hand kind of came up and, like, you know, grabbed, you know, the little right. outlook or whatever. You know, that kind of stuff's freaky. Or, you know, I'm going down the stairs. I get down to the bottom floor. I look from the kitchen. Just see, like, a long, like, hand or a long, like, leg or something kind of, like, walk out. That kind of stuff is horrifying. But, see, that's the but thing, that's not though. a ghost. That's yeah, Exactly. Well, or maybe it is. That's the thing, though. In those situations where you're alone and your brain starts working, it's like, how can you really trust that something is happening? Because I believe that, like, you can trick yourself into, like, thinking you've seen or heard something. 
But the problem is, you know, like I, every once in a while, ghosts come up in just conversation at work or whatever. And I'm like, I don't believe in ghosts. And somebody's like, well, I've seen one. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean anything to me, though. So here's a long time ago when I was in junior year, high school. My friends and I, we were out at Woodland, uh, Woodland Park because there have been known ghost hidings there. And so we went there ghosts. to kind of do, we were doing a little film project. And so my friend had a night vision camera. Oh, I know it was pretty freaking cool. He used like a tape, of, like a tape and everything. And so we were out there and I swear to God that I'm looking around. It is like black. I, I can tell what car lights are. I can tell whatever mm-hmm. I see down. So those paths that go like in and out, those paths that go in and out of the bushes. I see almost clear as day this like tall white figure, like a like a mass shaped like a person, just kind of go in and out of the bushes real quick. Hmm. Okay. And I could see car lights. I could see light. We didn't have flashlights. There's no one else there. I have no idea what that was. Hmm. And in pictures that I was taking, again, you can tell if orbs, if like they're insects or whatever, but like. I could see visible like orbs in pictures I was taking. Hmm. And obviously I didn't like scrutinize them to like, you know, like put on a computer and like upsize it like times 2000%. Enhance. 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 The quality stays the same somehow. Somehow. (laughs) Or like it, you know, fixing photo. Anyways. So that kind of stuff is, that's like the most ghost experience I've had. Mm. Other than the time I told this story. I woke up and I looked at the foot of my bed and I saw like a figure standing at the foot of my bed. Mm. And I like fell off the bunk and then ran out of the room and left mm. you in there with it. So, um, so those are, those are my, my ghost experiences. And it's just like, part of me wants to believe that. Yeah. So ghosts are real. Right. Or like I was working at Chick-fil-A one time and these, so Picture like bowls. You know, when bowls are stacked together, you can't really like, they don't just fall over. Yeah. If if one falls, they all fall. I'm sitting here, I'm breading chicken. Someone else is like doing dishes over here and someone else is making orders. One of these trays that's shaped like a bowl literally just goes, boom, falls off. And I remember setting those up there and they're stacked like perfectly. Like what, it wasn't like about to fall like, if it had to fall out, it would have had to like go slip up and down. Right, right. And so I looked around and it was loud. I was like, no one was around me. Everyone was kind of like looking. I was like, um, what just happened? Like it was freaky because mm-hmm. I was like, what, what was that? Yeah. Why would there be a ghost here though? So it's, anyways, but stuff like that is kind of, unexplainable in a way but isn't it easier to just say hey you didn't stack them quite right or they were slightly unbalanced and so it just eventually tipped over like but how would just one tip over yeah i don't know like if they're set into one another how would one just like pop out pop out i don't know but so that kind of stuff is like i want to believe i want to believe i want to believe but i don't know how much is real and how you could really prove it. Because no matter right. what kind of proof you have, unless it happens to someone, there's no way, even then, you know, there's no way to make someone believe that what happened was 
you know, a paranormal right. encounter. Right. Of the third kind. Oh. Oh. Paranormal oh. aliens. Yeah, that's that that's the thing. Is you ultimately I don't think can make somebody believe unless they see it themselves. Because Yes. Or, like, they just have so much evidence that you just can't say that, like, you know. Like I say, like, I don't think they're real. I don't believe ghosts exist. But, like, if somebody came to me and they're like, hey, Charlie, if you go to this house, you'll see a ghost. And I went to the house and saw a ghost. I'd be like, well, I guess they're real. Like, suddenly I'm reexamining a lot of things. So Yeah, so what would you do with that information? If if, if they were real? What question to all viewers, viewers, listeners. If you had a ghost experience, I know I actually talk to lily a little bit she had one that i meant to ask her about but lily just please message me and we'll talk about it in the next episode briefly if you had an experience with the ghost and it caused you to believe in your mind what are the ramifications of that mm. you know having in your life yeah so what ramifications would that have in your life Sorry, for me crazy. to believe in a ghost i would need to see a full body apparition appear before me Charlie. Right. Like Scrooge. Yeah. Um, I think anything short of that, like hearing noises, noises are just, they're too unreliable. Like. I, I agree. I agree. Um, So my first, I think my first thing would be like, okay, what did I see? And I think from there, that starts making me, I think honestly, that makes me question my sanity more than it makes me question if the thing I saw was real. Because people who have um you know what's the term people who kind of suffer from depression like very severe depression or other um psychological uh ailments like that can actually have you know they they see things they see figures or they see whatever or they hear things yeah so it either be one i'm actually just a psychopathic or two it's a ghost See, and, and I'd one of those be, you can come uh, to terms with a lot more easily. I'd be much more actually like I'd be more worried about myself more so than I'd be worried about like oh man, this house I'm in is haunted. You know what I mean? I better get out of this house. Well, like, they don't lock the door on me. Because that that is the thing. Because like I think one of my big fears in life is being incapacitated or not being aware of what I'm doing. Right? The idea of like blacking out and then waking up somewhere different and you're like how did i get here what happened like that is horrifying that like i don't know like ugh, that just that, that idea just freaks me out right and yeah. so like i always start to worry more about my own sanity and like more about things that i'm doing or you know and it's hard too because it's like did you wake up and see it? Were you still partially asleep? I mean, like, like the thing with like sleep paralysis, right? Or like night terrors. Like I there are things where like your, your brain will like really freak you out. And so that, that is why I think it's so hard for me to believe. Cause I think of a game like silent Hill Two, right? Super atmospheric. That game is, you could run through that game and not give, not even give like two shits about like what's happening. Be like, Oh, this, whoa, is, whoa. this, this is not scary. But if you let yourself get immersed, if you let your brain like soak up that atmosphere, the, suddenly the game comes way more overwhelming, and you're like, "This is too much." It's kind of the same with Dead Space, though, right? And I, what I think is so freaky about Dead Space to me is that 
while obviously it's a game, it seems like weirdly plausible. It does. Not like necromorphs necessarily, but just there being something out there in space that, you know, is ultimately horrifying to us. Like there could be a huge hive mind organic planet. Right. That is a possibility. Yeah. Or who knows? Yeah. You know, and we go into a planet because we're harvesting materials because we need to because the earth is ravaged and ravaged. we open it up and hell is let loose or who knows. Right. You know? That kind of thing is horrifying. That is horrifying. But try we're at the hour mark. Oh, wow. That went fast. It did go by fast. Um, there, There's a lot on ghosts that we could discuss. I didn't really bring up like any like stories or you know, experiences really because there's a lot of groundwork to set. Yeah. If you guys want to hear like stories of ghosts or ghost stories, let me know. And we might do a part two ghost or within this mini series of the strange is a part two for one episode. Yeah. Yes. And this mini series is another mini series on ghosts collection. There's a hyper mini series, a hyper mini series, super minis, super mins, super min. Spins. Spins. <laughs> Spinnies. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know. Ultimately, you know, it, it's hard because ultimately, I feel... I feel like in a lot of different aspects of my life, I'm very much a skeptic of a lot of things. Yeah. Like astrology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially. I, I think it's super dumb. Now, to be said, though, like, it's crazy how much work our brains will do to make those things fit us. It's like a fortune cookie, right? Yeah. You get a true. fortune cookie... And it's some vague thing that could apply to anything. But since it's just vague enough, you're like, hey, that applies to this situation. And so I bring that up to say I think our brains and what our brains can do is not very well understood when it comes to things like ghosts. Because you really could make yourself see something or you could trick yourself into thinking like, man, I saw something. Yeah, very true. And that's why I think a lot of skeptics don't ever see anything because they're – brain is wired automatically to say hyper focused nope nope." but somebody who's scared who's panicky all of a sudden oh maybe you did see something maybe there's a shadow maybe you you know what i mean you go on and on you kind of fall down your own rabbit hole so that's ultimately kind of where i stand on that is that i just think there's so much more interesting things about our brains about for example time Time, time, time that we just don't understand that I think time. could answer these questions. Time, time, who has the, the time? The mustard, that's different. Suffering, succotash. Were we quoting the same thing or mustard? Mustard, that's just silly. <laughs> you well, know, what a, what a movie that's not that good, but like an iconic movie. That's, that's very true. Very true. I watched that. That's how a lot of stuff is, though. I watched it again, and you know, like I was excited to watch Alice in Wonderland, and I was like, "Man, didn't enjoy it as much as I did." But but like everything about it's very iconic, which is interesting. You know, movie does slap is Labyrinth. Yeah, Labyrinth slaps, man. It slaps over here, Sarah. (laughs) Dude, that movie (laughs) is not not as good. Like, who's the power? (laughs) That movie is. For how good that movie is, I do not think it should have been that good. Like, so my baby. 
That, you know, that's one of those. I've always thought after they did the Dark Crystal series on Netflix, which yes. very unfortunate that's canceled because it was awesome. But it makes me wonder. I'm like, man, dude, like a labyrinth like show or something would be freaking awesome. In that the world. hardest thing, I think, because I think a really good avenue would be to do like young Jareth, right? So young David Bowie. But the hardest thing would be to replace David Bowie. So I think you either do him young or you do it far in the future of whatever labyrinth world and it's you just have different characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The young aspect is still hard because David Bowie's I mean, if you want to talk about iconic, like, oh my gosh, like how do you how could you remake the labyrinth and somebody else take his spot? Like you you couldn't. Very you couldn't. much like when they did Aladdin, they're like, Well, hey, Will Smith is uh taking rob williams spot you're like well i love will smith but like he's not rob williams it, it, exactly yeah it's you kind of they're kind of these iconic roles that can't be replaced but speaking of just um shows have you seen the show uh by the way guys we're closing up here in a minute but um have you seen the show lost in space on netflix you know i think i watched the first episode it has like the robot that's like yeah Andrew will robinson yeah it's pretty good pretty good pretty good i know season, the new season, season came three's out, out yeah, yeah. Laura and I, Laura and I have been watching it, so it's, it's. I know season two, The Witcher's out, and I do want to watch that. Dude, the freaking the mom in that series reminds us reminds me of our mom a lot. Mm. 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 And so my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, just kidding. Anyways, guys, this is gonna do it for this episode. All about ghosts, and also, you know, whatever else we talked about. Charlie, do you have anything to add before we officially close the episode? Well, I like to subscribe, say. subscribe, and most importantly, ring the bell. Subscribe. Um, I would say subscribe, subscribe. I often in my life, Jack, often find myself <sighs> needing vitamins, and so thanks to our sponsor, we. I often in my life, Jack, I dislike a great many things. Being like, oh, it's dumb. Go off, King. Right. So. But I, what I've been trying to do recently is, like, when I don't like something, I want to come to my own conclusions about why I don't like it. Rather than parrot, like, a, some YouTube video or some review. Because I feel like it's easy to do that. And to start coming to them and be like, oh, I won't like that. I don't like that because of this. And it's like, well, why don't you personally, though? So I watched, again, the first episode of the Wheel of Time series because I'm listening to the audiobook, right? Mm. <laughs> As I said in one of the last episodes that it was garbage. Garbage. Still garbage. Okay. My my opinion didn't change. I thought you were going to do a 180. For me, they got the tone wrong, right? I'm only chapter eight in the book, right? But, like, the tone of the show does not match what I picture at all when I'm yeah. reading that book. And I'm not saying that they can't be it. So I think the biggest example, right, is when Netflix did their adaptation of Series of Unfortunate Events, right? Really good. And they brought in stuff that happens in later books earlier, so you can kind of set things up better for a show. The Wheel of Time series, I think, is doing that as well. Like, they're bringing things in that happen later or a review later, other character backstories. But my problem is, is that ultimately when you push it all together, the first episode, the pacing just feels out of whack. Like, really? doesn't You never really feel settled. You never really fall in love with any of the characters. And... I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, man, we can get to episode four. Episode four is real good. I, I can't right? do that. That's with the anime, too. Yeah. Like, Wait until, like, episode 23. And here's and the like, thing. I can't. I can't. Like the show, the anime, ReZero, 
has some amazing parts in it. However, would I recommend somebody watch that show? No, because the whole show is not that good. Dude, speaking of that, I had a status from like five years ago when I was watching that saying like, ReZero is one of the best animes I've seen. But that's up until where it ended for when you and I stopped watching it. Right. I thought it was pretty good up until that point. Right. I didn't agree with how they did some things. Like, you know, him not getting with like uh, Rim, I think was really oh, stupid. Um, didn't make any sense. But like, I liked where it went for the most part. All right. And it didn't feel very... It didn't feel as tropey as it does now because now there's this whole now genre. It's, it's, yeah, that time that I, I was thrust back yeah. in time or into a different world. And it, yeah, you got like it's Devil's a Part Timer, which I think is a beautiful, so a beautiful example of a good isekai story from the opposite side where somebody gets sucked into a mundane world, which is yeah, awesome. it's really good. Yeah, um, I actually want to rewatch that because it's just oh. really good. Oh. Um, Anyone who has out there who hasn't watched Devil's a Part Timer, like that it, anime is seriously and it's good. it's fine it's fine in English if you can watch it in English. Like it's uh it's good. It's one of the ones that like Jack and I like really agree on. That I think it's just really great. Like, okay. like so ReZero, like you said, has some great parts, but I think they rely on its own tropes that it creates way too yeah. often. But it has spoilers, some very iconic iconic parts, like the ending where he. You know, spoilers. The ending where he gets his head cut off, whatever. Yeah, and then it cuts to like the hard credits. Like, yeah, you're like, oh my god. I was like, yeah, this is where the show should end, right? It's awesome. But then it goes on for like six more episodes. But then, can I recommend to watch the seven episodes before that, in which they're like, oh hey hey, we're gonna play house and we're gonna talk about stories about the ugly ogre and blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm just there's too much talking. I want an anime that has to do with like guns, and when someone's like having a monologue they just get shot and no one's allowed to have like five minute long monologues if you were like what dude like i'm just tired i'm tired of it that is an anime thing and i i want to say it's like when you think of like mangas right there's so much thought and exposition that happens i think when animes do it they try to get all that in but often what happens i'm like hey we're watching this you don't have to explain. Visually, it's implied. Like, like there's so much that's implied through the medium that is yeah. animation. You know what I mean? And there are several shows that don't do that. Like Cowboy Bebop, for example. It's amazing. Great. Gurren Lagan Has a few moments, but for the most part, right. but it's then, pretty good. Like with Gurren Lagan, right? Or and I would say like... Uh, kill a part-timer. Kill a Kill. Another... By the same studio, right? I I think that they lean into those tropes, and it's silly. Like they use their moments where they're like the anime protagonist and kill or antagonist and kill a kill is like, haha. And then one day, clothes will take over the world, and everybody will be so and so and wrapped in the glorious threads. And you're like, what? But <laughs> you know, but like that's their huh? exposition, and they're yeah. like, and so that stuff works for me when you kind of turn it on its head. Gurren Lagann does it with things just keep getting bigger. And I just like a and gritty, like a gritty anime that has like, you know, guns. Because I feel like there aren't a lot of good gun animes. Off the are, top of my head, I can't. Are think there? Of, I can't think of like anything. like I'm talking like good ones, like not very cliche ones, like uh, good. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. But anyways, I think of one. We might need to save this conversation for another time because yeah. I could keep going. You gotta do an anime <laughs> episode again, man. Even though I haven't really been watching it. Anyways, well, we need to get Michael. We gotta on. end yeah. this one. We gotta yeah. end this one, guys. Thank you for listening to the Backhunter Collection. The episode all about ghosts and the types of ghosts. And like I said, if you want another part about ghosts, but more like stories or experiences, mm-hmm. uh, let us know. Yeah. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. I've been Jack, accompanied by my brother Charlie. Uh, follow us on social media. Social, social oh, media. Wee, dude. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, also, if you like what we do, want to support us financially over on Patreon, just Patreon, Rackender Collection, whatever, you'll find us. Also, please just be Googling us. Google us every once in a while. Find the podcast. Get our search results up there. We'd really appreciate that. Show your friends. Um, and as I do have some pins, some Rackender Collection pins that I can hand out to people who want them, let me know. They're pretty dope. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye. Book it down, 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 and music. Music.